about 15 years ago or so, maybe more, um, I was at an Ethiopian restaurant in downtown Manhattan with four of my best friends in the world. And if you're eating Ethiopian food, you should be with your friends because it is this amazing, intimate, hands-in experiment. You know, you have this amazing um, injera bread where you the bread is the plate, it's the bread, it's the utensils. It's an amazing thing, but it's super, super intimate. And the food is incredible. Um, we were at the end of our meal and we'd eaten everything that we could eat and we were stuffed, but there was still food on our table unfinished. So our gorgeous Ethiopian waitress came over and saw our unfinished food and she said, we don't waste food in my country. So we protested and said, we can't take another bite, I'm so, I'm so stuffed. And our waitress proceeded to take her hands she put it in the food, in our plate, and she rolled up the injera and the stew and the lentils. And one by one, she fed us with her own hands. And we simply let her take care of us. We let her feed us. And in that moment, she was God. And it was holy. Today's beautifully read scripture comes from Ezekiel 34, and it ends with, I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I will make them lay down, says the Lord God. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak. I will feed them with justice. I'm going to get back to that in just a moment, but first I wanted to read a little bit from what happens before we get to this point in the story. Because this is what happens. This is what happens when the shepherds are doing their thing before God steps in. Earlier in the 34th chapter of Ezekiel was a starkly different kind of shepherd. Listen to verses two to five. O shepherds of Israel who have been feeding yourselves, should not shepherds feed the sheep? You eat the fat, you clothe yourselves, with wool, you slaughter the fat ones, you do not feed the sheep. The weak you have not strengthened, the sick you have not healed, the injured you have not bound up, the strayed you have not brought back, the lost you have not sought. And with force and harshness you have ruled them. So they were scattered because there was no shepherd and, be and became food for the wild beast. My sheep were scattered over the face of the earth with no one to search for them. Mm. Sound familiar? Uh, there was an article in the New York Times uh, last Sunday by a woman named Catherine Coleman Flowers. Catherine Coleman Flowers tells a story of a woman named Pamela Rush Catherine Coleman Flowers and Pamela Rush are both black women from Lowndes County, Alabama. Now, Lowndes County, Alabama is known as Bloody Lowndes because of its racist, violent history. Flowers reports an estimated 90%, 90% 
of Lowndes County homes have failing or inadequate wastewater systems. Many homes have no means of wastewater treatment because septic systems cost more than most people earn in a year. And they tend to fail anyway in the impervious clay soil. Families cope the best they can, mainly by jewelry rigging PVC pipe to drain the toilet sewage into cesspools in the woods or in the yard outside where they breed parasites and disease right by where children and pets play. Pamela Rush lived in an old dilapidated trailer where she had to stuff rags into the walls to keep out the possums and vermin and to protect herself and her two young children from the elements. Um, in 2018, Pamela became somewhat of a celebrity in Lowndes County because her poverty was so extreme and it was profiled by um, Catherine Flowers. So many people came out to witness this poverty, this American poverty, and see what they could do. So Pamela had her picture taken with Bishop William Barber. She had her picture taken with Bernie Sanders. She even had her picture taken with Jane Fonda. Just when money was being raised to help Pamela out of poverty and into a new home, COVID-19 hit Lowndes County, Alabama with a vengeance. Flowers writes, poor people and especially poor black people felt, fell victim in alarming numbers. Brazen politicians have actually called for people to die to protect the economy. In Lowndes County, that's exactly what has happened. Poor essential workers are dying to save the very economic and social structures that trap them in poverty. What was it that Ezekiel said? The weak you have not strengthened, the sick you have not healed, the injured you have not bound up, the stray you have not brought back, the lost you have not sought, and with force and harshness you have ruled them. Lord, have mercy. Pamela Rush died of COVID-19 on July 3rd, 2020. She was 44 years old. The official cause of death was listed as COVID-19, but the underlying causes of her suffering were poverty, environmental injustice, climate change, racism, and health disparities. Isaiah the prophet says, he shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arms and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. And I can imagine Jesus taking up Pamela Rush in his arms. I marvel at the amazing work our pastors, staff, and congregation did at Middle Church this year. From pivoting when COVID hit 
to Easter and Revolutionary Love Online, to creating all the groups, to the anti-racism training and Juneteenth and Digital Pride, to giving out Deacon's funds and connecting with people in love, to helping to pay rent and utilities and making grants to Black Lives Matter. And then there was the election work. Everyone did. You did, middle family. Sometimes I think middle church um, put Biden in the pre presidency and don't you worry, we will keep the pressure on him to do what God has called us to do. It's been a brutal election, a brutal season, a brutal 2020 and a brutal past four years. And I'm thinking some of y'all might really be tired about now. And my question for all of us is, who shepherds you? Who ministers to those who minister? Who feeds justice to those who feed justice? Black, lesbian, feminist, warrior, mother, Audre Lorde said, caring for myself is not self-indulgence, it is self-preservation, and that is an act of political warfare. And I might add, mental warfare, emotional warfare, spiritual warfare, holy warfare. It's so important, it's, it's crucial, I think, that we have people in our lives who are willing to take the Endura bread and roll up the food in it and feed us with their own hands. As a child, I was shepherded by my grandparents, by my church, by my mama, by my siblings, by my cousins, and by my neighborhood. It sounds cliche, but it absolutely took a village and it saved me and it continues to save me. Middle is also a village that saves me. At least for the past 10 years, maybe more, my only New Year's resolution is the same thing every year, to be blacker and gayer than I was the year before. Sounds kind <laughs> of simple. But what I've learned is that just because you're ready to tell your truth about yourself doesn't mean that everyone else is ready to hear it. So when Queer Black Men in the Middle was started almost two years ago, I didn't realize at the time that this was the flock that I was looking to join. I didn't know how desperately I needed to minister and I needed to be ministered to. It was and is as life-affirming as growing up with my family and my church. And these men are beyond beautiful. And we are shepherded. We are shepherded by a God doing what she does best. I will seek the lost. I will bring back the strayed. 
and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak. I will feed them with peace and justice. Mama God has our back, Middle. We have so many opportunities to shepherd and to be shepherded. This pandemic is not over because we have pandemic fatigue. This political season is not over just because the orange menace is vanquished, hallelujah. But there are 70 million Americans whose fear blinded them to justice. So we have work to do. But we also have rest to do. We have letting someone else take care of us to do. We have letting ourselves be fed on justice and love to do. We have stopping in our tracks and looking up at the wonder of the night sky to do. When I was growing up in Fayetteville, North Carolina at New Bethel AME Zion Church, the altar call pretty much every Sunday was just as I am without one plea. And the fifth verse of that hymn always gets me just as I am, thou will receive, will welcome, pardon, cleanse, relieve. Because thy promise, I believe, O Lamb of God, I come. I come. May it be so. Amen.